Good morning, lover. Welcome to This is Arabella. And these are your morning seeds of love. Hosted by Reverend Arabella Marie. Good morning, lovers. Hello. Welcome back to a new day, a new beginning. This thing called life is an adventure, is it not? This is a clean slate, so I'm glad that you are here. Thank you for liking, subscribing, leaving a comment if the content resonates with you at all. And uh, that goes for if you're just listening to me on Spotify, iHeartRadio, or whatnot. There are links, uh, especially on the YouTube, if you're interested in a personal reading, if you're interested in interacting with me socially on social media. Um, What else? Oh, and my new book is available for uh, instant download. It's an ebook called Love Letters, and it is full of love. And they are channel messages from the Divine Masculine Collective or the feminine and flame. It can be very healing. If you just kind of like romance kind of thing. Um, and I thank you for your support. So this week we have been talking about Eckhart Tolle's A New Earth, because if you are a light worker, an ascended master, and you follow me, you are here to create a new earth. And it's also about awakening to your life's purpose. Many of us are transitioning right now in the month of April, especially with the um, Easter energy portal that just happened. So, um, and I apologize, the doggies that live on the property with me are just having so much fun. The weather has been so beautiful, so I hope that it doesn't distract you, Uh, but they're just having a good time. So today's is uh, chapter eight from the book called The Discovery of Inner Space. So according to an ancient Sufi story, there lived a king in some Middle Eastern land who was continuously torn between happiness and despondency. The slightest thing would cause him great upset or provoke an intense reaction and his happiness would quickly turn into disappointment and despair. A time came when the king finally got tired of himself and of life, and he began to seek a way out. He sent for a wise man who lived in his kingdom and who was uh, reputed to be enlightened. When the wise man came, the king said to him, I want to be like you. Can you give me something that will bring balance, serenity, and wisdom into my life? I will pay any price you ask. The wise man said, I may be able to help you, but the price is too great. Oh, the price is so great that your entire kingdom would not be sufficient payment for it. Therefore, it will be a gift to you if you will honor it. The king gave his assurances and the wise man left. A few weeks later, he returned and handed the king an ornate box carved in jade. The king opened the box and found a simple gold ring inside. 
Some letters were inscribed on the ring. The inscription read, this too shall pass. Oh, excuse me. This too will pass. <laughs> what is the meaning of this? Asked the king. The wise man said, wear this ring always. Whatever happens, before you call it good or bad, touch this ring and read the inscription of this too will pass. That way you will always be at peace. So this too will pass. What is it about these simple words that make them so powerful? Looking at it superficially, it would seem while those words may provide some comfort in a bad situation, they would also diminish the enjoyment of the good things in life. Don't be too happy because it won't last. This seems to be what they are saying when applied in a situation that is perceived as good. The full import of these words becomes clearer when we consider them in the context of two other stories that we encountered earlier in this book. Uh, the story of the Zen master whose only response was always, is that so? And that's a great story. I'll have to share it with you guys. Is that so shows the good that comes through inner non-resistance to events. That is to say, being at one with what happens. The story of the man whose comment was invariably a laconic maybe illustrates the wisdom of non-judgment and the story of the ring points to the fact of impermanence, which when recognized leads to non-attachments. Non-resistance, non-judgment, and non-attachment are the three aspects of true freedom and enlightened living, which I can attest to, which I can definitely attest to. So knowing that things will pass, being in a state of acceptance for whatever happens, and that there is a reason that everything happens. And that the universe is way more powerful. I mean, you're powerful. But the universe, like, like we're always micromanaging the universe. As though we have some kind of control or something. So when you can let go of control and land in, so you go from control and landing into just accepting everything as it is, knowing that everything will pass, that nothing is forever because all of the universe, including you, is constantly evolving. Now, I personally know of people and I have lived the life where I lived a life with someone that did not want to evolve. And... It can cause divorce. Um, although I had a conscious uncoupling, we and I often say, well, we outgrew each other. I still love him, but, you know, I love everybody. <laughs> if I've ever loved you, I'm still going to love you. If we've interacted, and especially like we made a child, I'm going to love you. That's who I am. But most people are not like that. So if you're more like me, my advice is um, keep loving, keep loving. 
Um, and when you find yourself that, that you have a person and the reason people won't change or they hold on to, this is how it's always been done. It's because they're afraid. It, it, it's what a lot of times we call a control freak. And so if you have one person that's a control freak and one person that is here consciously exploring life and regularly changing and, Hey, let's try something new. Um, and ever evolving, it it's yes, it it's two sides of the coin, but at the same time, it's very difficult to maintain. So when we look for partners that uh, are both rising up in their own way, are both individuals, are both in have done their self work have both gotten to a place of realization and it doesn't have to be hundred percent of the time. Okay. We're all works in progress, but the majority of the time we can self uh, reflect on why am I reacting this way or why am I feeling this way? Um, and, and landing back into acceptance. Oh, it is what it is. This is the way it's supposed to be. And this is going to pass. Um, and I'm not quite sure who that message is for. Uh, but I've lived it and, and not only is it like the ego type of, okay, there's many components here. I'm not quite sure why they're wanting me to talk about it, but we have soul contracts with people. A lot of times we think it's the love of our life. It's the one, it's the twin flame. It's our only soulmate. Okay. And we find out it's just a karmic partner that you made an agreement with and they made an agreement with to meet you again and teach you something. And, um, those soul contracts, usually there's very little resolution. You can't like find a place of, of balance. You, you um, a lot of times there's arguing, there's triggering and stuff like that. It's just a soul contract. Okay. Um, but we try to hold on to it. Let it go when it's time. I tried everything to stay married. Like, like I'm the one that left. And so it was interesting because it was a conscious uncoupling. I had a lot of public eye on me at the time. I was divinely guided to share about it, to teach other people about conscious uncoupling. And I had complete strangers like being so mean, threatening and rude to me because how dare I just up and leave my husband? Because we got along. Like we were friends. And people only see what they want to see. Okay. But a lot of times we let what people see and say to us influence us to stay. What people don't know is I stayed for about, um, let's see, Assault, like about three, four years. It was about four years where I knew I was going to get divorced. I knew I was going to leave. Um, I was growing. I was like having my illusions broken. Um, I was st starting to step into my power. Like I was starting to actually, and he had groomed me. He met me at 17. So he, what is called groomed you. So he had groomed me to be subservient to him. And he knew it. We've talked about it since the divorce. Like he wanted me under the thumb. He knew how powerful I was, but I didn't. 
Um, so if you know it's time to go, then go. Just go. Yeah, I had tried and tried. I had tried everything to keep the marriage together. Um, I, have a lot, I have a lot of pride. I'm a Leo, like, and, and loyalty and marriage and family is really important to me. So, um, and part of that is a lot of times, especially if you're a woman, you make that your life. You make that your importance instead of yourself, the importance. So what I have learned by losing everything, I mean, it looks like I've literally lost everything. I, I got, like, he got everything in the divorce. He hasn't followed through on what he was he had legally agreed to do. Um, I ended up being homeless. I ended up like having really horrible, horrible health problems. None of that matters. Okay. I'm just trying to relate to you because I know somebody that's listening to this or watching it is going to relate like that have been through really hard where you feel like you've been taken to the bank. You've been taken like and drug and left in the ditch or whatever. Okay. But I've learned through losing it all, quote unquote, and accepting what is. I've made myself my life. And how worthy and valuable I am. Because we get lost. Um, we get lost in other people. And it's promoted by society to get lost in other people. It's not promoted to be individual. But when you're an individual power plant and you meet someone else that's an individual power plant, that's a sustainable relationship in on new earth. And that's what we're talking about. Um, oh, and one last thing about the relationship thing is a lot of times you outgrow each other energetically. So like attracts like, we talk about this all the time. Everything is energy. So when I was 17, he was 25. He was an alcoholic. I was drinking and doing drugs, got pregnant. He's still married, blah, 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 blah. Whatever the story is, whatever your story is. Okay. When you meet that person, like attracts like you're at the same vibration. And then I started waking up and every time I started going up, he'd pull me down again. And then it got to a point in 2012 where I wouldn't let him pull me down anymore. And so our vibrations were so different. I couldn't even stand to be like near him and let alone sleep in the same bed with him. And I know I'm not alone in that. So if you're going through that, that's normal. It usually starts with you don't want to have sex with them because that is the deepest, most intense energy exchange. So if you're having any of that, feel free to message me. I would be glad to kind of give you some guidance or, or some information, but it's very common. Like we, so we literally spiritually, physically, energetically, even though it's painful to our heart, usually um, we outgrow people and, and we won't come to an acceptance. That's the main thing. We don't come to a place of, acceptance of, oh, I have outgrown this person. This person is not for my highest good anymore. It doesn't, it doesn't erase the love that you had or the connection that you had. But all of life is about change. So be open to the change because what, what did it say there? This too will pass? Yeah, this too will pass. And that 
Here's a spiritual truth. There, those two will pass. And I will be back tomorrow morning. If you like this content, please make sure that you are subscribed. If you are on YouTube or Spotify or iHeartRadio or whatnot, most of them have a place that you can leave a comment for me too, or you can ask me questions or connect with me on social media. I love talking to you guys. I will be back again tomorrow morning with more morning seeds of love. Oh, and if you like the content, please feel free. I would love it if you would share it with other people that you think that this will vibe with as we're growing our soul tribe here. All right. Have a beautiful day. Thanks for listening, lovers. This has been a Black White Production, copyright 2021. All information is for entertainment purposes only. Please see the links below to get in touch with. This is Arabella. Until next time.